John 1, starting with verse 1, says this. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and all things were created through Him, and apart from Him, nothing, uh, not one thing was created that had been created. In Him was the life, and that life was the light of men. That light shined in the darkness, and yet the darkness could not overcome it. There was a man, a man sent from, John, uh, from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that he, the true light that he, that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was created through him and yet the world did not recognize him. He came into his own and his people did not receive him. But all who did receive him, I believe there's some people like that this morning in here, he gave them the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of natural descent or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. The word, talking about Jesus, became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. God, I ask you to speak to us through your word this morning. God, I pray that you would help us this morning come closer to you. I thank you, God, that you are drawing us even this moment to yourself. God, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. So we've been doing a series. It's called What Gift Will You Bring? And just a quick overview, we have been doing the, um, the story of the Christmas story for the last several, several weeks. We began talking about um, Mary and the gift that Mary brought. Mary gave God her yes when the angel approached her and said, hey, you have been chosen, Mary, to, to bear this son that's going to bring deliverance. And Mary's answer and her response was, let it be according to your will, right? Let it be to me according to what you have said. Jesus, I mean, Mary gave God her yes. And with all of the turmoil and all the difficulties, what that would, that would mean, like all of the people in the community, amen? Mary, the one that was engaged, the one was set up, uh, engaged to this man, Joseph. We also talked about Joseph. Joseph was a man who, uh, by faith, believed what God said through the angel in, in a dream. I gotta go think about that. In a dream, he believed what the angel said about Mary. And so Joseph, we talked about this, is so powerful if we just grasp it. The fact that Joseph attached himself to the shame of Mary. But can you imagine that? Like all the people and going, yeah, right, it's divine, right? Like we watched that. Remember, we, we talked about this. Take your religious glasses off the story and see it for what it is. Mary, so there's a couple that were supposed to be engaged, and all of a sudden Mary shows up, and she's pregnant. Scandal. That's what that is, people, scandal, right? They make movies about that stuff, right? So, um, so they come together, and, and Joseph says, I believe it. I believe what the angel says. So, Mary, I'm, I'm going to attach myself to you and marry you. Amen? And then we talked about how Joseph had faith. We talked about Mary gave her yes. Joseph had faith to believe. We also talked about the shepherds. The shepherds in the field, they brought the joy of the announcement of the fields, and they brought that joy in their presence just into their, pre- not, the, not these presents quite yet, but we, they, the presence, their own personal presence of their joy and encouragement. We talked about what did, what did that have to, what did that mean to Mary and Joseph who were they uh, being right there with a newborn baby 
and their presence just showing up and being encouragement. That had to have been amazing. So the gift that jo- the, the shepherds brought was their presence. Amen. And we can do that the same. And then Jessica just did a great job uh, last, uh, last week. She talked about the wise men, and she busted some bubbles about the wise men and all of that kind of stuff. So it was, it was just awesome. So we've been talking about what gift will you bring. And so what, today is the day that we're going to talk about Jesus. What is the gift that Jesus brought? What is the gift that Jesus brings us? And so to do that, what we're going to do is I have some gifts here. And we're going to help. We're going to ask some help from our amazing. This is gift. I actually had to number them. This is gift number one, just so I would remember which one is which. One is which. And so I need some, one of the elementary kids. If you're in here, I want you to lift your hands right where you're at. Lift your hands up. Lift your hands up high. Lift your hands up high. Anaya, come here. Do you want to open a present? Everybody say hi, Anaya. Hi, Anaya. Do you want to open this gift? Come here. Eleven. Hang on. What is it? I just want to double check, make sure. All right. All right. So here, open this. Open this gift. It's like before Christmas and you get to open a gift. It's a box. It's probably an Amazon box, actually, because that's how we do Christmas nowadays. Amazing. So what's in the box? Open up the box. Wants to show everybody what it is. Ah, oh, they're birthday sunglasses. And what does that say? Birth- birthday boy. So what we celebrate is that God Himself. Here, this is yours. God Himself. God Himself came. Oh, that. Thank you. Thank you. God Himself came in the form of a baby, the uncreated one came into the form of a baby. Who is this God that humbles himself so much that he chooses to the, what is that from um, Aladdin, right? Remember, you remember Aladdin? You're like, where are you going with this? Remember Aladdin? Great big living, great big genie, little bitty living space. The greatness of who God is confined to a child. To a baby. That's amazing. The fullness of God. The Bible said the fullness of God had dwelt within him. God himself became a, boy, a baby boy in a manger in a random place of Bethlehem. Actually prophesied from, thousands, from hundreds of years, thousands of years before. Isn't that amazing? We'll have another one. What is another gift that, that, um, that Jesus brought? Where's Toby? Where's Toby at? Where's Toby? Come here, Toby. Come here, Toby. Toby was our dancer last week. Come here, Toby. Come here. Do you want to open this present, Toby? Here, step up here. Aren't kids amazing? I love kids. Here, do you want me to help you? Here you go. Here, open it up. Slide that string over. Pull this right here. Pull it really hard. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Another Amazon box. Jesus brings Amazon packages. It's amazing. 
What's in there, Toby? What is that? It's a light. Can you turn it here? You push this button. You can annoy your parents the rest of the service. Look at that. Amazing. All right. Well, you can have that, Toby. You want to go take that back to your seat? Oh, and the box. And the box. Awesome. Give Toby a hand. Toby. Toby, do you realize that that light represents a promise in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 2? Where it says, the people who walk, walking in darkness have seen a great light. A light has dawned on the, in the land of the living, in the, in the land of darkness. You see, so what is that exactly? So the light of God, the, when Jesus says he is the light of the world, when you talk about the light of the world, he is showing people who God is. He is showing you, if you're, listen, if you're in a place of bondage, if you're in a place of depression, if you're feeling oppressed with life, Jesus says, I am the light to show you the way out. I am the light to show you how God intended us to live. I am the God who shows you. It's not just a God who wishes that you would just get it. No, he came down in the form of a baby and did it himself and showed us how to do it. He showed us how to live the life. He showed us who the Father is because He is the light of the world. Say the light of the world. Say, Jesus is my light. He is a light. He he lived out the example that we needed Him to live out so that we could see who He really is. You know what else He showed? I got another present over here. Is this a number three? Where's my three? It doesn't say three, Julie. This is the right one, right? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is it. I need it. I need it somewhere else. Who wants, who wants to do it? I need somebody in. Um, you want to do it? No, I'm just kidding. Come here, Sammy. Come here, Sammy. Come here, Sammy. Come on up. Open this up. Amazing. You look beautiful in your Christmas dress this morning. Thank you. Hey, get, let her have her moment. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's another box. It's another box. <laughs> it's another Amazon box. What's in it? Thank you, Jeff Bezos. We appreciate you. Oh. Oh. What does it say? I am God's kid. Ah, he gave us the power to, to become children of God. Say, I am, I am God's, kid. God's kid. Say it again. Say, I am, I am God's kid. Here, you can have that. There you go. Take that. Awesome. Just give her a hand. He's given us the power to become children of God. Isn't that amazing? Not just followers of Jesus. We are that. But children of God. Isn't that amazing? That we were once, the scripture says, we were once estranged children. But we've been actually brought near by the blood of Jesus. He gave us this opportunity to become children of God. You've got to understand that is such a radical change and departure from the norm of the whole understanding of what, what, what God's, God's design for mankind. You see, it's always been the plan that God is our Father. 
And he always wanted a people unto himself, children of God, people of God. You know what? If we're children, then we're heirs. Amen? If we're children, then we're protected. If we're children, you know what? You know what my kids did when they were, when they were young? You know what they didn't have to worry about? Money. I never saw Wesley sitting, sitting downstairs and just sitting in, like, in front of his video game, and the video game's blank, and he's just sitting there going, what are you doing, Wesley? I'm, going, I'm just concerned about our finances, Dad. I'm just worried about, we're worried about, like, we're gonna, are we going to have enough, Dad? You know why? Because Wesley didn't care. You know what Wesley wanted to do? Kill things on his computer. Like, <laughs> you know, do all that kind of stuff. And you know why? Because he went in his responsibility. God, see, God chooses us to be children of God. There's protection in that. Amen? There's provision in that. Amen? There's, there's uh, inheritances through that. There are privileges, if you will, through being a child of God. Amen? That you have because you are a child of God. I wish I could teach for hours, but there's a lot of kids in this room, so I'm not going to do that this morning. So for he says that, he says, um, let's do one more thing. Actually, Julie, why don't you come up here and help me? This is what we're going to do. The, the last present that we're going to do is, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, of course, of course, give her, yeah, give her, no, no, just push the button. Just push, oh, okay. All right, so, um, so my wife's going to come up. My wife helps out with our kids' department, leads our kids. Can you just give her a hand? As a matter of fact, all of our kids' workers, I just want to honor you this morning. We don't believe that you're just babysitters back there in the back. We believe that you're people that impart to our children. We want to thank you for doing that. Thank you for valuing children like God and Jesus values children. Amen. You know what? This is so much fun. We may do this more, more times than just Christmas. Just get ready. Just get ready. We'll have more uh, packets. <laughs> so come on up there, Julie. Um, so what am I going to do is I'm going to ask, hmm, do I need an age range, Julie, for this? I'm going to ask all the kids, if you want to, I want you to all come up here, all of you. Just come on up here and actually just sit on the floor, sit on the stairs. Come up here and sit down with me. Yes. So, aren't they amazing? Come on up. Anybody else? Come on up. Have a seat right here. Have a seat right here. Awesome. Look at these guys. Amazing, amazing. Aren't they so cute? They're so cute. Here. All right. So, Julie, hold the gift up, Julie. Julie has a gift in her hand. How many of y'all can guess? We're going to try to, I'm going to give you some riddles, and you're going to try to guess what this gift is. It says, so the first riddle is, I am red, but not a strawberry. Any guesses? The next one is, I'm a shape, but not a square. Any guesses? A what? We'll have to look. Any more? Any more guesses? A circle, maybe. A what? A triangle? A rhombus? Well, it's amazing. (laughs) 
A rectangle? Maybe. I am part of your body, but not your mouth. Oh, my heart, maybe. Any more guesses? Your mind? Hmm. Well, I'm used to say I love you, but I'm not a diamond. Maybe. A heart, maybe? All right, Julie, why don't you choose somebody to open up a present? I wonder if it's an Amazon box. I switched it up. That's a donut box, not a donut box. Donuts! I'm not a square. What is that? Here, stand up and hold up. It's a heart. Well, everybody, before you go back, sit back down. I want you to grab a heart, okay, and take it back with you. (laughs) What's she saying? They smell like paint. I did this yesterday. Here, can I have one, Julie? John chapter uh, John chapter three verse sixteen. It says this: For God so loved the world in this way that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Everybody say this. Say, God, God loves, loves me. me. The truth that God loves you is the most foundational part of Christianity. It's the most foundational part of our faith, but it's also the most significant part of our faith. The fact that God loves you. God is not mad at you. God's, God's determina- his, his idea for you is not harm, but God loves you. And the more that we understand of God's great love for us, actually, he says this, the scripture says that, people of, that if we're people of God, he says, behold what love the Father has that we should be called sons and daughters of we talked about being children of God. You know the motivation behind that children of being coming children of God is? God's love for you. You know what the motivation for God being able to shine his light in you is his love for you. That you can be children of God. That's right. Children of God because of God's great love for you. Just like you are. Just 
where you're at in your life right now, God's attitude towards you is not to, later on in the scripture, not to condemn you, but to love you. To love you. God sent Jesus to show his love. Every one of the things we can talk about that God brings you peace. There's so many, there's so many other things that Jesus has brought us, right? Peace, joy for you, restoration. Scripture says there's now no separation for those who are in Christ. There's no division anymore because of what Jesus has done for you. And what is it all motivated by? Love for you. The gift of God's love, above all the gifts, is His greatest gift. Because, it, because not only is our foundation, but it is a motivation for why God does what He does. People, listen. If you have been given a quote-unquote gospel, it's not centered in the fact that God loves you, it's deception. Church, God loves you and is for you. He forgives you because he wants to. He loves you and pulls you, draws him to yourself because of his love for you. Calls you children of God because he wants you to be children of God. He says, hey, go this, hey, don't touch the hot stove because why? Because he loves you. There's things that you can do that's harmful to you. Don't do them. Why? Because his great love for you. He says, I don't want you to be alone in this world, so I'm going to create this amazing thing called the church, and it's going to be like a family. Some of us are going to be closer than your own norm, your natural family. It's a people of, people, people of God coming together. Know why? Because he loves you. It's his motivation for you. That single thought that God, we teach it to our kids, right? Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells it's one of the first songs you ever, ever learned. You know why? It's probably because it's the first thing that you need to know. That God so loved you. Listen, that he pursued you. You didn't find God. He pursued you. He pursues you. He wants goodness for you. He wants deliverance for you. He wants life. And actually, that light that Toby has, it's the light of the world. It's going to show you the way to go, to to obtain eternal life. Why? Because he loves you. He's for you, not against you, church. And you know what we get to, we've been talking about the fact that Mary brought the gift of her yes. We talked about Joseph and, and, um, and the gift of the, the gift of his faith. And we can actually turn around and give that to other people. And the gift that God gives us we give to other people. You know what the greatest need in our world today is for the people of God and to show up and to say, hey, hey, world, God loves you. God loves you. It's sung, we just sang it. He says, truly in that song, truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Change shall he break for the slave. See, it crosses over into ethereal, and this song was actually an anti-slavery song. And people actually, some people got mad about this song because it directly says, hey, when you love your, when you love your brother, 
There is no difference between race. There is no difference between different people, but we love one another. And that love brings, brings a cessation to oppression in the world. It brings it, it brings it when people think differently. It brings that love. That love is what joins us together. It's amazing that Jesus said this above everything. God, I pray that they would be one. Because of the love of God. Church, listen. We have a job to do. And that's to love. And does it, does it mean we always agree? No. Loving people does not mean I agree with everything that you do. Loving people doesn't mean I agree. But loving people says, hey, I see that God values you as a human, and I love you, and I'm for you. I want the best for you. Truly, he taught us the one. His law is love. But then I had this guy, I, read, I was reading, reading this book, and he asked this question. And then we flip that back to you and I. And the question is this, why don't I receive? How many of y'all believe that we're supposed to love each other? Somebody tell me, how, how are we supposed to love each other? Just say some words. Unconditional. What does that mean? Without condition. What, how is that? Somebody else. Anybody else have any other thoughts? How are we supposed to love? Yeah. What about uh, serving. serving, giving? Freely. What's that? Freely. Freely, Freely giving love, right? So if God asks us to love in that way, why don't we receive the love of God, that same love that he asked us to love others with? Are you in this place? Let's all stand together. Are you in this place this morning where you would say, I fully receive the unconditional love of God this morning? Are you in this place and you would say, I, I know I'm not perfect and I know I got a lot going on and I got a lot of stuff I do wrong. And you would say, we all have room to grow in this. That God loves you with the same way, in the same way that he asks you to love others. Unconditional. Full of mercy and grace. With, with grace for other people. Close your eyes right where you're at. I don't want to miss this opportunity. If you're in this place and you, you have this idea that God is constantly judging you, constantly you're not good enough. You're not, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. I haven't done enough to earn God's favor. I haven't done enough to deserve God's love. I want to speak to that this morning and say, listen, that's a lie. The love of God is not dependent on your actions. The love of God is dependent on the person. You see, what was in Mary's baby belly? The love of God. What was in that manger? God's love for you. Close your eyes right where you're at. If you're in this place and you've never received the love of God, 
All God, all he asks is that you just do the same thing Mary did. It's give God your yes. I receive God your love for me. And God, I know you're going to help me to follow you in your ways. If that's you in this place and you've never done that, and you've heard about religion and maybe you've experienced, had bad experiences with religions, religion and everything, you know what? Welcome to the club. We all have. But it wasn't about religion anyway. It wasn't even about those people anyway. Either way, it was about you and him. If that's you and you say, you know what, I want to start this next year out right. And I can't think of a better day to do it than this day on Christmas Eve. To acknowledge that Jesus was born of a virgin. If that's you in this place, I'm not going to call you to the front. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to do anything. I like what this one guy says, just like driving a spiritual stake. I'm just making this commitment in this way. And also, I want to know, so I just want to pray for you. If everybody just close your eyes, make sure your eyes are closed. Give other people, everybody the dignity of a personal decision. If that's you in this place, and you say, I, wanna, I, I choose, maybe you've been far away, or maybe you want to do this for the first time. If this morning that you say, I want to turn back my heart to God, or I want to turn to him for the first time, I want to receive what Jesus did on the cross because he forgave you on that cross. And all you have to do, all you need to do is first step is receive it. If that's you and you're in this place and you would want to do that this morning, all, all I'm going to do is, is I'm going to ask you to just raise your hand. And after you raise your hand, we're all going to corporately group pray together. But I believe that if, if you mean this with your own heart, God does something in your heart in this moment. If that's you in this place, you want to do that, I want you to just lift your hand right where you're at. Say, yes, me, I need to, I need to make it. I see this hand all over. Awesome. 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 You can put your hands down. Church, let's pray with those who raise their hands. Aren't, isn't that amazing? God's doing a work in people's hearts this morning. I love it. You, you who raise your hand, listen. God does not condemn you. He asks, he wants to walk with you in this life to do these things. Amen. Let's all pray with these people. If you raise your hand, I want you to pray this out of your heart. I'm going to lead you in this prayer. Nothing magical about a prayer. It's just a commitment to prayer to God. Let's all pray this together, church. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, I honor you. And I thank you for coming to this earth, showing us who, what God is like, and then dying on the cross for my sin so that I can have a good relationship with God. Say, Father, I thank you that you love me and I receive Jesus as my Savior and as my Lord. Holy Spirit, I welcome you into my life, helping me to live this out. And God, I thank you for your church. She's not perfect, but I thank you. Help me to live for you in Jesus' name.